0: The homilies or sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at Christ the King Catholic Church in South Bend, Indiana, a parish of the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Each homily is preceded by the reading upon which it was based. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten persons with leprosy met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, it's truly wonderful to be with you all here on this day of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is one of my most favorite holidays. And this Mass is one of my favorite Eucharistic celebrations. It may sound a bit surprising given that compared to the other solemnities and feasts of the church calendar, Thanksgiving Day has no official standing. It is not a holy day, and there is no obligation to attend Mass, which is one of the very things that makes it so appealing to me. The fact is that we are here not because we have to be, but because we want to be. On a day with many other demands and commitments, be they travel, family, or food preparation, We are here either in person or via live stream to gather together as church family and give thanks to God by sharing in his most wonderful gift of this Eucharistic feast. And as we break open God's word, we ask ourselves, what exactly is going on here with these lepers? This gospel is well-suited to the day because it clearly appears to be set up by Jesus to make a point about giving thanks to God because he could have healed the lepers right then and there, as he had done with most others. An immediate present healing would most likely have led to immediate praise and thanks from all ten of them. But instead, he simply gives them the direction to go show themselves to the priests, the Mosaic law guidance for lepers seeking a determination of having been cleansed. For only a priest could declare a leper clean, and thereby enable them To return to the community. To their credit, they don't question, but go as directed, showing some expectant faith, for why go to the priest if you don't expect your condition to have improved? And on the way, presumably once out of the sight of Jesus, they suddenly find themselves miraculously healed. But only one of them returns to give thanks. And this is not by accident, it is precisely so Jesus can make the point that giving thanks to God for graces received is a necessary part of the faith-filled life. Jesus wants to make an example of this one single Samaritan leper that understands the right relationship between healed and the healer, not simply for the sake of his improved condition that day, but for his ongoing disposition toward his loving Lord God. This would seem a straightforward message of our need to thank God for the many blessings he gives us, and we would happily all go home with this simple lesson on the need to be thankful, until we get to that last line, stand up and go, your faith has saved you. Whoa, what exactly does that mean in this context? Saved you, what about the others? Were not ten healed? Or did they just get turned back into lepers? Your faith, don't you mean your gratitude saved you? Maybe this isn't just about thanks after all. Your faith has saved you. Notice Jesus didn't say your faith has healed you. For it was Jesus who healed not only him, but the nine others as well. No, Jesus was not talking about the healing, even though it was the miracle. Jesus was talking about the man's salvation. His gratitude didn't save him. His faith saved him. The leper's act of returning to give thanks showed that his faith had moved him from a focus on self to a focus on God. The returning to give thanks was the act of faith, not an act desperate for a healing, but an act of recognition of the God who had healed and who called him to much more than simply a life without disease. But to a life in relationship with the conqueror of disease. So this is not simply about a leper's miracle cure. It is about his relationship with God, a relationship that is no less dependent on God because he now lacks a life-altering disease. But quite frankly, life without God is its own disease. For the act of healing, the lepers did not save them. It significantly changed their earthly life, but it did not obtain their eternal life. We cannot equate earthly improvement with eternal salvation. It is a means to get there, an encouragement, a grace, an opportunity, but it is not the end. Your faith has saved you. Your faith, fostered by this healing and manifested in your thanksgiving, has saved you. Physical healing does not ensure salvation, and the promise of salvation does not necessarily bring with it physical healing. Jesus promised the thief on the cross salvation, but he did not end his suffering at that moment. It is not so much a physical condition as a spiritual disposition that determines one's salvation. The other nine lepers may have been healed, but their being saved remained in doubt. The point being that our adopting and developing a continuous attitude of gratitude for all the many gifts God gives us is more than polite courtesy. It is a necessary component of our ongoing relationship with our loving Father, who gives us so much. Not because He needs our thanks, but because our appreciation emphasizes our dependence on God for all our needs. If we don't see ourselves as being completely dependent on God, then our ability to surrender our lives to Him, to draw on His power, to follow His lead, His instruction, His teaching, is limited. If we are to love God with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, then we must see Him for who He is. Our all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving, and all-merciful Lord and Savior. And as this recognition of God's majesty grows in us, along with our awareness of his individual care and love for each and every one of us, our grateful appreciation for the relationship he invites us to share with him becomes the most natural response of we the created to our Creator. So if we find ourselves struggling with maintaining an ongoing spirit of gratefulness to God for our many blessings, perhaps the key to developing that spirit of gratitude lies not in a better appreciation for God's gifts, but in a better appreciation of God. As we go forward this Thanksgiving, let us see our prayers of thanks as more than a courtesy due God more than a simple, although well-deserved, expression of gratitude. Let us see our constant thanks as an ongoing indicator of our dependent relationship with our God, who is not only the all-powerful creator of the universe, but also our loving Father, who knit us together in our mother's womb, who fashions us according to his will. And in Christ Jesus enriches us in every way. For questions or comments on this homily, write to Deacon Joe2017 at gmail.com.